0: Recording?
1: Yes, we are. Sorry <laughs> wrestling show, The podcast, we're all pro wrestling matters. I'm Bill and that lovely Hello. you heard us Fro. How you doing, Fro? I'm better. I'm I'm feeling better. That's good. Um so I I guess we should just say right off the bat uh unfortunately Fro got ill and didn't make the show. New, no. Which is a bummer, but... Eh,
2: it is audience. what it
1: is. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot to talk about with this show. What? Um, there was some pay-per-views? Yeah, there was a pay-per-view on Sunday. Oh, there is a pay-per-view? There's a pay-per-view today? And a pay-per-view, and the pay-per-view today? Oh
2: my god, <laughs> how many pay-per-views Sorry, are we going to talk about?
1: Oh boy, yeah.
0: Too um, many pay-per-views!
1: Yeah. Now, but before before we dive into everything, um, I, mm-hmm. I know we haven't had a chance to talk about this. Um,
2: I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I, I know. I to... know. I cried. Oh my <laughs> fuck! I cried. Uh, I that's... I have no problem saying that I when I heard Bray died, uh, I I sobbed like a little kid. I have absolutely no problem saying that
1: no that that was all i <laughs> that's everything you needed right there, folks, yeah, yeah.
2: No. it was uh, a terrible thing i I mean oh, it's like, it it is so it's so weird to talk about it because I feel like he was one of my favorite wrestlers, mm-hmm. one and two he was so incredibly underutilized in that company. Yeah. Um, I have to say that, uh, I am surprised of how emotional it was for me because it was really like, I didn't think it would hit me as hard as it did. Um, but it's just, yeah. Uh, I I also think it was the combination with that and Terry Funk yeah. as close as well. So I wonder if it's just like yeah, it was a little like overload of emotional mm-hmm. things. If you understand what I mean.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How How do you feel about it?
1: Um, I was surprised when it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I, I, like I told people, because uh, I did a little special last week. I was watching cartoons with my nep- my youngest nephew, and I got a couple texts from a, a a very good friend of mine who told me, and I was like, "No, this could, mm. you know." And then you find out later what actually happened, and you're like, "Oh man, heart yeah. Yeah. attack! Gosh, like and in that age."
2: And that then
1: is so wedge, and then the 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 news came out that he was not wearing his heart defibrillator when he went to sleep, yeah,
2: yeah, so
1: just sad, you know, but I, I'm glad we briefly talked about, and then with Terry Funk, you know, he had not been well for a while.
2: Right. And uh, I mean, there were rumors about how uh, Wild Bray was out of action anyway. Yeah. And we all knew it was very serious. Uh, but the sad thing that, uh, is that um, they hadn't. They had, oh, sorry. Me can't talk. They had gotten confirmation that he was getting better.
0: Yeah, that's um, the thing.
2: And that he was on his way back. So I'm I'm assuming that um, yeah something triggered his heart attack. I'm I'm going to guess. Anyway,
1: yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, you know what? Before we get to all in, I Mm -hmm. actually have good news for you. Okay. Because I know for those who doesn't
0: like good news,
1: yeah, because you do like good news. You're a big impact guy. I am. Well, um, the the report I'm going to read to you, I had to take like four screen pictures of to put on my phone so I could remember to talk to you about this. (laughs) Okay. But it is really good news if you're an impact wrestling fan. I definitely am. So, This was reported, I want to, yeah, it was reported on Monday. Impact Wrestling held an all-hands-on-deck talent and crew meeting prior to the TV taping in Toronto. This is is confirmed by PW Insider. Mm -hmm. PW Insider has spoken with a number of talents that were in attendance and then additional sources to flesh out statements that were made to the roster. The major news coming out of the meeting was that the promotion will be making what was described as massive upgrades to its production facility starting this fall. Oh, that's nice. It was described to the team as the upgrades bringing state-of-the-art production technology and advances to the impact on Access Weekly series, as well as the promotion's future pay-per-view specials. Mm. PW Insider is told that the promotion will be greatly renovating their space at Skyway Studios in Nashville, and it's not just logistically feasible to edit and produce from the facility during that process. Mm. In asking around once, we heard news of that upgrade. The belief is that the process will take about a month to put together, plus another few weeks for the staff to get used to and master the upgrade system. One source in the production area joked that the upgrade will allow the team to, quote, finally take time off during holiday weeks, unquote, <laughs> and that they might be able to finally pass the award for most overworked production team to someone else, I hope. Yeah. Also during the meeting, it was stated there would be some adjustments to the TV taping schedule for the remainder of the year as a byproduct of the production upgrades taking place. There will, there will not be conventional TV tapings going forward in the near future, at least until early 2024, with the promotion instead taping at their announced live events. Okay. During, during that time period, less talents will be utilized over the remainder of the year following Bound for Glory weekend. PW Insider is told that Anthem will be paying day-rate talent for extra days through the remainder of the year to help offset their missing dates. The (laughs) revised schedule kicks off with Impact heading to Europe for its return with live events the week of October 26th through the 29th. Those events will now be taped for TV. That would give the company several weeks' worth of content from those four live events. Mm, Pardon me. And add additional prestige for the fans who were there. Yeah. In November, there will be a new IPWF80-style throwback taping in Toronto at Santino Morello's Battle Arts Academy. Impact also. Impact also informed the roster the promotion would be teaming with AAA for a joint show in Mexico in November, promising future details as they get locked in. That event will be featured on Access TV. Uh, final Resolution 2023 has also been confirmed to be in Toronto's Battle Arts Academy. The promotion also informed talent that the 2024 Hard to Kill pay-per-view will be held in Las Vegas in January and that for the first time, the show would emanate from a venue directly on the Vegas Strip. Okay. In Asking Around, we are told that there are no Impact Wrestling Talent releases coming as a result of the pivot in the company's schedule and taping calendar. Hmm. 2024, we are told they will be back to using the complete roster, and the expectation internally is the promotion will have a far grander year going forward once this process is complete. I mean, that's interesting. I think that's wonderful news for them. Yeah. I mean, I I still
2: think they are uh, the most underrated uh, company uh, going on. So, yeah. I am very happy to hear news like this.
1: It really is. and I, know, I, they, I, I very much think so. And and like we've said, they have the talent. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They absolutely have the talent. They just yeah. don't have... Yeah. But they much. need the push. Yeah. And I think they're going to get it.
2: I'm happy oh, to hear that.
1: Yeah. I I and you were the first one I thought of when I read that report on Monday. Nice. You were the first one. So Alright. So uh for those that aren't aware, there was a show this past Sunday.
2: What? There was a show? Really?
1: Yeah. Small Indie
2: Show, I'm assuming. <laughs> Eighty one thousand thirty
1: five the paid attendance. For yeah, that doesn't indie. sound
2: like a small indie show, does it?
1: No, not at all. And I'll tell you, from watching it, um, my God, I had an absolute blast watching that show. Um, Ooh,
2: it was fun.
1: I'm, I'm going to say this right now before we even get to the reviews and the other big story that took place.
2: What other big story? Whatever do you mean, CM Punk? Cough, cough. <laughs> that that is... man needs to be fired, ASP. as yeah, no, possible.
1: This show, to me, what a jerk! Oh my gosh! But this show, to me, is going to go down as an all-time classic
0: event. Oh, it's up there.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Because uh, when Jim was on last week. Because mm. I don't know if you had listened to last week's show or not. I did?
2: Yeah, thanks for taking over.
1: Mm-hmm. He said that this was one of the most important shows in the history of wrestling, which I absolutely agreed with. Um, uh, in, in, uh, in wrestling, I, I'm
2: not sure. For AEW, yes.
1: Oh, yeah, for AEW, it was. I Because... I, we had said like, there's
2: absolutely nothing that can compare to this when it comes to for AEW. am right. not sure I can say the same thing for, for uh, wrestling. I think like there's uh, WrestleMania one, for example.
1: Right. Which we had said, mind. we, we yeah. said one, three, and then 17. We're like, yeah, I, I think. Was that Hollywood? 17? 18. Although eighteen is important too, actually now that yeah, you I it would say it.
2: I would say eighteen is very important. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now that you know, now that you mentioned it, good, good catch. Look at that, froze on the ball this week. Yeah. Okay. My only, my my only negative about the entire mm-hmm. show, I mean, on camera, not off camera. We'll talk mm-hmm. about off camera in a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. Is the fact that. It ended up being a two-hour pre-show. I thought it was one hour, and apparently yeah. they they did a whole first hour. And there was the bit with Jeff Jarrett and Grado, and I had no, I didn't know about it. So it was like, oh, okay. Well, I missed nothing. So yeah, but let's get to the matches. So. We start with the two uh, pre-show zero-hour dark match, wh- whatever they're called at this point. I don't even know. I have no clue, yeah. The Ring of Honor tag team titles, Aussie Open defending against MJF and Adam Cole. I put this in my hat
2: of I, I uh, was the one that said they need to win there.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. You, you were
2: correct. <laughs> I mean it it was very it was very clever how they did it uh, mm-hmm. because it was it was so uh linked to how they did uh the ending without spoiling that.
1: Yeah. Um the crowd really popped for the kangaroo kick.
2: Oh so funny. Oh it was good. Um my only my biggest complaint about this match there was a tiny 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 bit too short.
1: Um I have Six fifty-six, the time of the match. Yeah, and I believe that is the shortest match of the entire show all night.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it felt very like a transitional match, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's my problem.
1: Yeah, um, they hit the double clothesline to win. Mm-hmm. The tag titles, which got a really nice pop. Um, this was a fun you know, little match to get the yeah. you know the show started. Yeah. I gave this a B minus.
2: Uh yeah. B minus is totally okay.
1: Okay. Um Melzer gave this two and three quarter stars. Okay. So now we go to the other match, and this is truly where the fun begins. (laughs) It is Jack Perry defending the FTW title against Hook. Mm -hmm. So during the match, Jack Perry does a move on the top of a limo because he came in via limo. And Mm -hmm. then. He looks at the camera and says, You know what this is? Real glass. Go cry me a river. As soon as he said that I was like oh boy, here we go. Uh, I (laughs) know. I mean
2: even even though I think like both of them are insanely stupid. I have to say, uh, at least we know who started it this time.
1: Yes, exactly. So, Hook, uh, he, he gets the win uh, by putting on the red rum to win back the FTW title. Mm. I give this a C.
2: I give it a C minus. A C minus. Me can't talk.
1: Me fail English? That's impossible.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
1: Um, Especially Melt- being Norwegian. Meltzer gave this three and a quarter stars.
2: Okay. That's... Uh, no. Right. How about that?
1: Now, now, this is where everything goes bonkers. Mm. After the match, Punk is in gorilla position. Mm-hmm. And Punk says... You got a problem with me, and Jack, you know, says a few things. So let me, okay, let me get the let me get the two pictures that I got off my phone. So this was at two. Let me let me check the time. So about like two thirty is when I saved this first one. Mm -hmm. Fightful Select had provided an update on the Punk Perry incident. Perry Uh approached Punk backstage and stepped in his face and bumped Punk. Uh Punk then pushed Perry. Perry then Uh came at Punk and was choked. So that's the first one. Uh Then another one says that Punk went after or even hit Punk. Or hit Perry.
0: hmm
1: And then there are reports that this all happened in front of Tony Khan. <laughs> oh, boy. Monitors fell right on the Khan's lap. People had yeah, to break my,
2: the fight. My, my mom always said Stupid is stupidest and stupidest.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. People had to break up the fight. Punk no allegedly sense. screams at Tony Khan, "I quit, I quit." Yep. Samoa Joe, who becomes the hero of all of this, breaks this up. So Joe and Punk are scheduled to go first, and Punk is in the position of, "I don't, I'm not going out there now. I'm not going out there." Then. Tony Khan goes to FTR and the Bucks and are like, "Hey, can you guys go first?" And they're like, "We need a little bit more time." Then he goes to everyone who's in the the six-man tag match, not the title match, but the six-man tag match. And they're like, "Yeah, we can go if we need to go." So, they were kind of the backup in case you know, Punk didn't go out.
0: Yeah, everything
2: went to bananas. Uh, yeah, everybody. yes.
1: Yeah. everything went to hell in a handbasket.
2: Yes, that's a good, good one. I like that.
1: Well, eventually, Samoa Joe, who is maybe the hero of the entire show, like he saved. If you we don't really think about it, Samoa Joe may have saved this pay per view.
2: And and what is so weird, that it's probably uh, my favorite match of the night as well. Like, no joke. Like, I really like their match. And it's so, so weird to think about, like, uh, the drama backstage. I mean, I'm tired of it. You're you're definitely tired of it. I have been more on CM Punk's uh, side uh, than you have. And even I am tired of him right now. Right now I have I, yeah, I I don't I don't understand why why the company is still keeping him around well, at this point.
1: Let's let's talk about this match and then we'll get to all the backstage stuff after. Because there is a little more. Sure. So Joe and Punk do start the show. And this is a really good match. Yeah, it's probably, like I said, my favorite match
2: of the tonight. Probably. It's uh, definitely a contender for me.
1: Right. Good back and forth match. Um, Punk, at one point, gets thrown to the announce table and bleeds. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe takes advantage, and then Punk, towards the end, does the Hulk Hogan impression, mm-hmm. does the hand wave, Hits the leg drop, only gets a two, and Joe mimics Hogan. He does the you, you know that that shtick. Mm-hmm. And in the end of the match, I actually like the end of the match. Punk hits the Pepsi plunge on Joe. It was so fun, yeah. it was, and and Punk wins the match. So for me, I gave this a this is a solid B.
2: Uh for me it's actually an A minus. Yeah, I really like this much.
1: Meltzer gave this three and a half stars. Mm. So okay. So let's get
0: back to Perry and Punk. Jack
1: Perry is told to leave the stadium.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he is told to leave the stadium. Punk stays for a little bit. According to reports, he chews out Tony Khan and tells him, I'm I'm done. I'm you know, it's like up yours, I'm done. And he and he eventually did leave the stadium. Punk apparently had a few bad days in England where somebody messed up when he got to the airport, there was no car for Punk to take. Right.
2: I saw a picture with him on the phone. in the train. On the in the train, it was so funny.
1: So, but okay, now that we have all this information, I think both Perry and Punk are guilty. On the oh, point. definitely. Perry is guilty for saying what he said on the in front of the camera. He. Did not have to do that at all, Mm -hmm. but decided to. Punk is guilty as well for basically stirring shit up again. You're supposed to be the professional. You're supposed to be the quote-unquote locker room leader. And for the second time this summer, you confront someone and say, you have a problem with me? The second time. And this time, it goes into fisticuffs. On the day of the biggest show in this company's history, a $10 million game, 80000 plus. And <sighs> these two... very unprofessional I don't want to say childish because Jack Perry to me he's kind of still a kid in age as of right now they're both suspended indefinitely as of right now Mm -hmm. here's what I would do if I'm Tony Khan which I'm not but if I was I would say to the both of them you two Jack and Punk almost ruined the biggest show in this company's history. You both, you're both guilty as far as I'm concerned. I will suspend you both for the rest of this year and you will not get a dime from me. You're going to stay home. You ain't getting paid. You're both going to anger management because you need to get
0: your shit together. That's what I would do.
1: And the thing with Punk, and I'm going to warn everybody, this is the PG County in me that's about to come out. And that's Prince George's County, for those who don't know. CM Punk, ever since he came back, has been nothing but a shitster. From this to Dolph's little brother to banning people, from being at at collision, he's been a shitster, and I'm so sick of Phil. I am so sick of phil, that's right, I'm calling him Phil because he thinks he's God. He can do no wrong. Oh, I support trans rights. I support gays. I support abortion rights, which I, you know, that's fine. I I have no problem with that because I support, you know, those as well. But if you're going to act like a dipshit and someone comes back at you, you better take it. Otherwise, you're a bitch. You're a punk
0: ass
1: bitch. And up. and what's so unique, Fro, is this Monday, we're coming on the one-year anniversary of the media scrum with Punk's verbal outrage after All Out. Mm-hmm. I've had this thought for a few weeks. Now, I think, is the best time to say this. Remember when he said the two people who made the most money off of him were Vince McMahon and Colt Cabana? Yeah. He's right about one of them. Vince is one of them. The other person is not Colt Cabana.
0: The other
1: person who's made the most money off of CM Punk is Phil Brooks. Mm. And I don't give a damn if Cock Munchin Punk, that's what I'm calling him now, cock munching punk goes back or never works again I, as a wrestler he's good but as a person I've lost all respect for him this is the biggest show in the history of AEW and you damn near blew it before you even got out there I hope I never see him wrestle again I don't ever want to see him Nobody really cares, and the ones that do care, either A, live in Chicago, no disrespect to the people of Chicago, or B, drinking his Kool-Aid. I'm done with him. He can go live in a hole the rest of his life, have a lifetime supply of Pepsi, bang his wife. I don't care. I don't ever want to see his punk-ass bitch face again on television. I'm done. Yeah,
0: I don't disagree with you.
1: That piece of shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, he almost destroyed the company. He did! uh, There's no if or buts about
0: it.
1: Yeah, Phil, you almost ruined AEW. Yeah. I'm not even going to call him CM Punk anymore. I'm going to just call him Phil, just to piss him off.
2: Yeah, he doesn't like that.
1: And and I'm sure he don't listen to us. I don't care, Phil. Phil, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care if he blocks us on Twitter, Phil. Yeah, come what on, Phil. The- all right, you know what? Let, let's get back to the rest of the card because this is a fantastic show.
2: Yeah, and even this Max was amazing. Like, if we take all uh, like the story behind it, uh, like away from it. Yeah, It's, uh, like I said, it's probably one of my favorite matches of that.
1: Oh, yeah. And
2: that's uh, the sad part.
1: (laughs) So, next match is the six-man tag, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold against the Golden Elite. Yeah. I thought this had a little bit of a slow start. Very much so. But it did pick up eventually and it ended up being a really good match. I thought everybody looked good in this match.
0: Yeah, I would agree.
1: Abushi um, uh, looked a lot better than the last time I saw him, which was a good sign for me. Um, right. everybody, just everybody looked good in this match. And then I loved the ending where, Omega hit the V-trigger on Jay White. And then Takeshita, out of nowhere, schoolboys him to get the three count and the win. He gets a clean pin on Omega.
2: Yeah, that uh, doesn't happen very often.
1: No, it doesn't. Um, I gave this a B as well uh yeah uh
2: I gave this also a b uh i I thought it was a fun little max as they say,
1: yeah, Meltzer gave this four and a half stars oh yeah no i well, I wouldn't have gone that high, but
2: all right, Yeah, that's a little too too much,
1: yeah, then we had. The AEW tag team title match, the Young Bucks challenging FTR for the belts. This is the third match. This is the quote-unquote rubber match.
2: Yeah. I wonder if there was an ending controversial about this match.
1: Mm, not that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that somebody was in the match, maybe? Well, this was, a, this was a fantastic tag match.
2: It was really good, yeah. Um I'm kind of joking, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it was a really good match and I, I'm happy that they let him be there.
1: Yeah. I, I think the right team went over. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I normally don't complain. Like I would have been fine if the Bucks had won, but mm. it was just a really good, solid tag team match. Both were you thinking they would
2: put it on the Bucs after what happened with one off the half?
1: I don't know. I don't think yeah. they were near the Well, remember, they were asked to start the pay-per-view.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know they're not prepared, you know, if like... Because normally, you know, I don't know. I, I I would figure normally with the Bucks and FTR, like they, they probably would have been ready, but... Probably, like, as far as warming up body-wise, they might have not been ready. Mm. That's probably my thing. <laughs> Just a really good match. Everybody hits their big moves. Um, FTR wins with the Shatter Machine. After the match, they go for handshakes. The Bucks don't shake hands. Mm. Very Interesting.
2: I gave this a Yeah an it seem it seems, it seems uh, there will be
1: a split here, doesn't it? Well maybe uh Sunday's gonna show us something, which we'll talk about in a little
2: bit. What? There's something happening on Sunday?
1: Yeah. I'm not sure I have time for that. <laughs> um I gave this an A. Uh
2: this was really good. Uh I have it as a B plus.
1: Okay. Um, Meltzer's kind of on the same board with me. He gave this four and three quarter stars. Okay. Then we have next Stadium Stampede. Yeah. Oh, this was fun. Eddie Kingston. This was very fun. Eddie Kingston, best friends, Orange Cassidy, and Penta against Blackpool Combat Club Santana and Ortiz. Um, this was just a fun, (laughs) fun, crazy match. Um, they ended up going into the second tier of the stadium. And I, Mm. and I think they said they did fight in the Royal box, like near the Royal seats, (laughs) which was kind of funny. Mm. Um, Orange Cassidy got stabbed with a fork by Moxley. Penta gets taken out, but does come back as like his dark alter ego. And then he and Santana are going to do the the, the spot on the ladder, but the ladder breaks, but they're able to get it back together and hit the move anyway, Mm. which was really impressive. I thought that was really well done. And then the end of the match, Orange Cassidy has a bucket, an empty bottle, and duct tape. He wraps his hand with the duct tape, but in reverse. So the sticky part is on the outside. He breaks the bottle in the bowl. And he Mm. puts his hand with the tape in the bucket. And then... He goes for the orange punch on Claudio but Moxley, you know, blocks him with that, but Eddie Kingston spears Moxley through a barbed wire board. Orange hits the orange punch on the Claudio with the hand and Kingston's team gets the win. Mm. In a fun match.
0: Did you think they would win?
1: No, I did not. Me neither. I thought Blackpool was going to win. Yeah, oh, me too. And, and we had Sue. Sue came by as well. No, no, that, that was, was fun. Fun little spot. I gave this an A.
2: Uh, this is a B plus again.
1: Okay, Meltzer gave this four and a half stars. Hmm. That's fine. You know. Um. Then we had. The AEW Women's Title match contested under four-way rules. Sareah, Tony Storm, Doctor Britt Baker, all challenging the champion Hikaru Shida. Uh, I, I felt bad for the ladies; they had to follow two really good back-to-back matches.
2: Sure, but this was definitely my favorite women's match of the night. Ha 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 ha
1: ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, it, that you know, that is funny. Come on. No, that was that was good, but <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah. As I try to move my chair, I'm digging this new Tony Storm character.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Especially after the promo on Dynamite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that
2: everything, was really
1: good. Everything went tits up. <laughs> so. I love that expression. That that was funny. So, during the match, um, Sereya's mom holds, I want to say it was Sheeta. And Tony Storm's going to hit Sheeta. But Storm accidentally hits Sereya's mom, who is a wrestler Mm -hmm. herself. Oh my God. It's as if Sereya was going to kill Tony. And you can see (laughs) the dissension. (laughs) Among the outcasts during the match. Ruby yeah. comes in to be like, don't do it. She's got a bad neck. And Tony mm-hmm. Storm throws Ruby out of the ring. And then the ending. I, I kind of dig the ending to the match. Because Brett was going for the lockjaw. Sir, or, uh, Tony had the belt. She was going to hit Britt with the belt. Soraya has the spray can. Sprays... Mm-hmm. Tony in the eyes, she rolls her up for the pin, and Baker realizes there's another, you know, a, a pin going on. But by the time she goes, it's too late. Soraya wins the title.
0: Yeah,
1: like I said, they had a hard task ahead of them after following two great matches. I thought they did a decent job. Honestly, I, I gave this. Yeah, I, it, it's it's a
2: good. The thing—it's just that I—I I feel like—and uh, we're going to talk about this for a little tiny bit later. But I feel like they're—they're they're kind of like uh, fucking up their uh, women's division. But I—I've—I've have, I have felt that for quite a while. So,
1: all right. So yeah, I gave this a B. Um.
0: Uh, uh,
2: it's probably a B minus.
1: Okay. Yeah. We we don't ever have to agree on everything. Good Lord. If we did, this would be a boring ass show. I agree. (laughs) Meltzer gave this two and three quarter stars. Yeah, no. No, it, it was a little better than that, Dave. Yeah. All right. So then we had the coffin match. Swerve, Strickland, and Christian Cage against Sting and Darby Allin. Maybe my least favorite match of the night? Um, Maybe. Maybe I, I would say on the main card, maybe. Sting comes out to seek and destroy, which was great. That was maybe. real good, yeah. Because we probably won't get that ever again, because I'm sure Metallica gets paid a lot of money. Um Darby does a sick coffin drop attempt and lands back first onto the coffin. It's yeah. Like, and you heard the you heard the thump. It's like damn. <laughs> um you basically had your typical, you know, outside interference. Prince Nana got involved, Luchasaurus mm-hmm. got involved, Nick Wayne got involved to try and help um swerve hit a four fifty at one point and he puts sting in the coffin but sting very smart it, well actually no this wasn't well it was smart on sting's part not on swerve's part because swerve puts the bat in the casket and he closes the or the coffin. He closes the coffin thinking he's won the match. Well, Sting uses the bat to keep the casket to not close all the way. Which was really dumb, I thought. Yeah. Um, And then Cage gets knocked out. Swore, or, uh, Sting and Allen, they beat up on Swerve. They got him in the casket. Swerve, or damn it, I keep saying Swerve. Uh Alan and Sting win this match. What? I gave this a B minus. Uh
2: yeah no. Uh this is definitely a C uh, yeah. I'll give it a clean C. Uh I didn't get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I get
1: I, I... didn't
2: get it. Yeah, I didn't get the match. All right,
1: you ready for Meltzer's rating? Oh no! Oh yeah, four and a four and a quarter. (laughs) No, (laughs) four and a quarter stars.
2: I think maybe he was a little bit uh, drunky too.
1: Well, he was in England, so he may have gone to a pub or two. You never know. Yeah, who knows as i'm Good watching friend. as i'm watching people on the tv trying to eat an oreo from their head down to their mouth it's absolutely stupid what what are you watching college game day never enough it's a it, it's basically a pregame show oh yeah but 3 hours long i i normally do not watch for oh. 3 hours oh yeah <laughs> don't don't worry i'm not i'm not going to test you on that so all yeah
2: right. Next match. Because I would totally fail. I have no clue what they're talking
1: about. I'm assuming it's American football. Yeah, it is. Uh, And and they were trying to eat um, an oreo. And they were trying to eat an Oreo cookie. Okay. Good. You you know, you know what an Oreo is, right? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. No, we have Uh, uh, Oreos in Norway. We're not that fucking far behind.
1: (laughs) I didn't say you were that far behind. Like.
2: Do you have food in Norway? No. In
1: Norway?
2: Uh, do you have paper? Do you have Norway? Do you have paper? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Alright, alright, let's let's get back to this. Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. Uh Jericho attempts to do his best Freddie Mercury uh before singing Judas to the ring. Okay. Do you
2: know what? I thought it did an okay. Okay.
1: Job. It wasn't singing. bad. Yeah, it was okay. I mean the performance wasn't bad, but yeah, no. I I, I, but... I don't know. If if they had like somebody said the other day, and I was like, he's actually got a point. There are hmm. other British singers to mimic and pay tribute to besides Freddie Mercury, you know.
2: <laughs> no. No one <laughs>
1: Who said Sharon? Oh, Lord. Mm. All right, let's get to the Okay, but this match. Wow, this was better than I thought it was going to
2: be. Do you know what? This uh, is also a contender for me.
1: Yeah. This was really good. I think Jericho honestly went above and beyond in this match. And... I don't doubt that at all. And Osprey's great. He's just great in these big-time situations. Mm. Like, we saw it at Forbidden Door. We've seen it in the G1. We've seen it at Wrestle Kingdom. He's Mm. a big-time money player. Oh, definitely. So, at one point, Jericho has the walls on. Ref is distracted. Sammy Guevara, who accompanies Jericho to the ring, uh hits Osprey with the bat. Mm. But Osprey is able to get out. It's a good series of back and forth action. Jericho hits the Judas effect, but it takes him a little while to go to, to make the pin. He only gets a two count. Osprey then comes back, uh, hits the hidden blade, and then the stormbreaker to beat Chris. Mm. Jericho.
2: Yeah, I uh I was pretty sure that he would win uh to be honest. Yeah. Uh I didn't think uh, he would win in this uh way. I really really dig this match. I
1: thought Uh yeah. Wait, wait. Come on. No, I was going to say I thought he was going to cheat to win and he didn't, which I like. Right. Yeah.
2: And also it will have ramifications for things we will talk about later. But it's just like yeah, I really, really like this match. I think uh it's probably like I said, it's one of my favorite matches of the night. I will give it a B plus. Uh there's no matches on this card that will ever get an A, just so you know.
1: Um I'm actually not that far ahead of you. I gave this an A minus. Okay. Mel okay now Meltzer pointed this out, and I kinda caught it, but I forgot about it after the hmm. show. Hmm. Osprey noted in a two month period, he is beaten Okada, Omega, yeah. Shango, yeah. and Chris yeah. Jericho.
0: Yeah. That's Absolutely.
1: Quite a, quite a list. After the match, uh Guevara tries to console Jericho, but Jericho pushes him away.
2: Yeah. So what do you think that will go into?
1: I think I think Sammy's eventually gonna turn on Jericho.
2: Yeah, I'm I was also thinking that.
1: Meltzer gave this four and three quarter stars. Okay. Meltzer high on the
2: AEW right. drugs this week.
1: Again, he, he probably went to a few pubs. <laughs> So the next match is for the trios title, House of Black defending against the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. This is your cool down match before the main event.
2: <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Julia Hart got scissored at one point during mm-hmm. the match.
2: That was funny. Yeah. That,
1: that, that was. Um, I think this was in the right spot. As far as the car there's, goes, there's
2: nothing wrong with this. No, uh, match at all. There's just nothing right with it either.
1: Right now, during the match, um, we see Mercedes Monet in the crowd. Very much so, and she was shown, I think, one or two other times throughout the event. She is still not I, medically cleared to compete.
2: Right, and I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that. Uh, they probably uh have a deal with her. No, I don't like, I don't really see any other reasons why you would like do this.
0: Mm-hmm. Like focus on her? Like I yeah. Yeah.
1: So um end of the match. They hid the Famouser on Brody King. Uh, Caster hits the elbow drop. Bones hits the arrival, and the acclaimed and Billy Gunn win the trios title. And then yeah, and then after the match, hmm, After the match, the House of Black present the titles to the acclaimed in a sh- in a sign of respect. Yeah, that was really good. That was. And then the acclaimed have the world's biggest scissors party. Or apparently the world's biggest scissors party. I gave this a B minus. I think this. No, I think the coffin match on the main card was probably the worst. But this would be like second worst. But again, this is not a bad show. So.
2: No, no, not that at all.
1: Yeah, B minus. Um.
0: I think this is a C-plus for
1: me. Yeah. Okay. Meltzer gave this two and a half stars. Uh, No. Oh, okay. And then we get to the main event. And oh boy, what a main event this was.
2: Yeah. uh, This almost got an uh, A for me. I really like when AEW do good storylines and holy moly but holy oh my god I really really like this storyline
1: yeah okay so probably
2: probably one of my like favorite things of the night was seeing uh, how conflicted they both felt about yes. the match and also, I think this was the perfect use of the, uh, them getting the tag team titles. Like, mm-hmm. this was why I wanted them to have the tag team titles, because I wanted there to be some, um, yeah, I wanted there to be some, uh, good storytelling. Yeah. And probably, probably, uh, my favorite story in wrestling, in general, right now.
1: Oh my god! Af- after this match, absolutely. Oh,
2: definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so when the bell rings, both men agree to wear their shirts. Mm-hmm. The and at first, you know, they start to wrestle as friends. Then MJF pokes Adam in the eye, and he apologizes. He's like. I'm I'm sorry that's just what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so It
2: was really really funny.
1: It was. So Cole gets thrown to the outside. MJF mm. thinks of doing a dive, but he doesn't do it. He this happens like a couple minutes later and MJF does the dive. Then while on the outside they go to the steps. And Adam Cole hits this sick brain buster on the steel steps. Adam Cole, baby. It was sick. MJF manages to get back into the ring by nine. Like, like nine and three quarters. Yeah. So they go on for a little bit longer and then they both point to each other and they go double clothesline. So one so duck's the clothesline. One duck's the other clothesline. They both hit each other with a clothesline. One, two, three. Wait, what? <laughs> that was so funny. The match ends in a draw? <laughs> That's so funny. And this had the fans <laughs> upset. I was like, no, there's no way they're ending. Yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah. so MJF grabs the mic, or no, not MJF, Adam Cole grabs the mic, and he's like, I want five more minutes going back to the first match they had. Mm -hmm. MJF grabs the mic and he's like, no, I'm not giving you five more minutes. We're going to keep going until we've got a freaking winner. And he doesn't use Mm freaking, he uses the the actual F word. So, during this, when the match resumes, Adam Cole accidentally knocks over the referee. MJF goes to grab a chair. This was absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. MGF throws the Cole a chair. Or th- <laughs> throws the Cole a chair.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: Bill. Okay, Bill.
1: I need to go back to bed. No.
2: Stop drinking.
1: I I only have water. (laughs) Okay, Mm MJF throws the chair at Cole. Cole throws the chair at MJF. They go back and forth, back and forth, while the ref is still down. Adam Cole finally decides, okay, you know what? I'm just going to lay down. You have the chair in the hand. Well, the referee is still down. MJF decides... Okay, I'm going to put the chair around my neck. And he goes down. The ref gets up. He looks at Adam Cole and is like, did you do this? No, I didn't. And it's so good. It's so good. So we keep going a few minutes later. Adam Cole goes for the Panama Sunrise. But accidentally gets Bryce Remsburg. With the with the Sunrise. Oh crap. He's down again. Well. Here comes. Roderick Strong. Into the mix. And he kicks MJF low. So then. Strong. Tells Adam Cole. You've got him. Finish him. And he wants Cole to hit him with the belt. He won't do it he won't hit him with the belt. Yeah. So he hits the sunrise and it's like a good 12 seconds before the ref finally gets over and MJF kicks out at two. Yeah. So then they go back and forth. MJF catches Adam in a small package. One, two, three MJF wins. He retains the title. And you'd think, okay, that's it. Hell of a show. Great way to end. No. It gets better. Adam Cole is sitting in the corner, distraught. He's lost this match. MJF goes, and he grabs the tag team titles. And he's telling Adam, look. Look what we've done. Look what we've done. We've won the." <laughs> The fans love you. Here, here's your belt. And Adam throws the belts out of the ring. So good. And MJF, oh, my God. I, oh, I bought this hook, line, and sinker. He's like, you never
0: were my friend. You never cared about me. You cared about the
1: only thing you cared about is the belt. That's all you ever ever cared about was the belt. You never want to be so sad. Oh, it was so good. And he's like, just go ahead. Just just do it. Just finish it. So Cole gets up again and Roddy's telling him Do it. Do it. Just do it. Cole can't do it. He does not do it. And they end up hugging in the middle of the ring. Oh, it was so good. Oh my God. What an ending to that pay per view.
2: Oh, and by yeah, the way, it's
1: probably one of my favorite endings
2: of a pay per view I've seen in uh, quite a while.
1: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we're doing this again next year, August 25th,
2: 2024. Yeah. With less sick people.
1: All right. As far as this match goes, mm. it, it gets an A minus for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Post match, A plus. No, you know what? I, I'm gonna take one of your grades, Fro. I'm I giving give this an S. Mm-hmm. It was so damn good. It's like, oh. I felled for MJF. I felled yeah. for him. Superb. Absolutely superb.
0: Yeah, I love it when there's good storytelling.
1: So, what did, what would you give this match? Uh, V-plus? Yeah. Okay. Um, Meltzer's kind of within our range. He gave it four and a half stars. Mm-hmm. And that is all in a hell of, I'm going to say it right now, show of the year for me. Hands down. So far? Yeah. Mm, yeah, probably. This is the show of the year for me. Now, what did our Facebook group think of this show? Well, the majority of the people gave this an A. Okay. With a few people giving it a B, I'm giving this an A as well. This was an absolute fantastic show from beginning to end. Um, like I said, this is probably my
2: favorite show of the entire year. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can buy arguments for that. Uh. For me, I will end up giving it a B. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I I I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I'm a, a W fan. I am um, no problem saying that. I uh, I think there were so like some small things that I would probably have
1: changed. But right. well, it's, it's nothing to talk about. Yeah, it's very minor. Yeah. But- like, honestly, I, I, I think with this show, and, and, and we've said, we will call a, you know, we'll call any promotion, any individual out when we need to, just like we did earlier with Phil.
0: Mm-hmm. Phil
1: Spencer? Oh, when, uh Sure. But when yeah. there's a show that, <laughs> you know who that good, is. <laughs> when there is a show that good, yeah, you, you have to give it props. You can't deny how good. And I know there are people that will deny it. And, and those people aren't real fans. They just want to. Let them people.
2: deny it.
1: Yeah, let them deny it. But the no. fact that. The fact that. This company. Which started four years ago. Mm-hmm. Was able to get. 81,035. Paid people into Wembley Stadium, one of the biggest venues in the world. And WWE, we we talked about this last week. WWE was given the first chance to do it, and they didn't. Hmm. This show proved to me AEW is here. It's here to stay for a while. They have the roster to do it to do this, I'm not saying they're gonna be number one overnight. Believe me, they're not. But they've got the roster to compete with WWE. They have the locker room leaders, the real leaders, the Moxleys, the Jerichos, the Danielsons when he comes back, the Samoa Joes. They have real leadership. And I know WWE does as well. But hmm. for but for every negative news piece that comes out about aew like the backstage fight they managed to show a way to come back and be this great product Yeah, and even dynamite on wednesday was a perfect example they had people who were sick they had people that were still in england couldn't make the show. This was basically their Volcano episode. And they end up still having a good show. And Orange Cassidy cuts the the promo of his career, which was fantastic.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: It was just great. This is the best week AEW could have ever had, even with the fight. And, you know, like, if I never saw Phil again, I'd be fine. If I never saw Jack Perry again, I'd be fine as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Now, what did people think? What was their favorite match of the show? Well, this one was actually kind of spread all out, which is a good thing. Um, the majority split between CM, or pardon me, Phil versus Samoa Joe. And MJF versus Adam Cole with a couple of votes for stadium stampede and the women's title match. I'm going to actually give my vote to the stadium stampede. That was just a fun, entertaining match. I really enjoyed it. That's going to be my vote for best. Yeah.
2: I would probably agree to that actually.
1: All right. So yeah, yeah the, the, our, our Facebook group. Had the same response or the same thought that you and I had—that this was a damn good show. Damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I wish Fro, I, I I do I truly wish I could say this was the end of the show, but it's not. What? Because, yeah. Because we have two pay per views we have to preview. Uh... Yeah, I know. I know, man. So let's start with the one tonight, Saturday, which is Payback, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um not Do you know best. anyone from Pittsburgh? I don't. I I actually do. Um mm. the the person I did know sadly passed away a couple years ago from cancer, but I but I keep in touch mm. with his with his wife, so I, I mm-hmm. do know, I do know people in a good way. I hope in a friend way. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, friend, friend yeah. way. Okay, so we're gonna mention um, the minor stuff, and then we're gonna get to the matches for this show. Uh, it was announced last night on SmackDown. John Cena is hosting Payback.
2: That means that he can come out and promise them uh, WrestleMania. Isn't that what uh, to do? Does
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's could Pittsburgh host a WrestleMania? I don't know.
2: I I, I have no clue.
1: I'll I have to, you know, I, I'm gonna look real quick. Um, see what how big there's the football stadium. But he yeah, is. Let,
2: let's go on. I I have to go soon. So. Yeah,
1: he he does. The other the other minor thing is. We're going to have a special edition of the Grayson Waller effect with the guest being Cody Rhodes yay mm-hmm. okay, um the capacity for the football field in Pittsburgh is sixty eight thousand four hundred, but uh Taylor Swift recently broke the attendance record at seventy three thousand this past June, so it's. <laughs> Oh, you know that 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 Karen, you know Taylor Swift.
2: Oh, never heard of her.
1: Yeah, I'm going to show my concerts at AMC theaters and get all the money. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> oh my God, who the hell cares?
2: <laughs> I have absolutely no respect for that woman whatsoever. So
1: anyway, let's get to the anyway. matter. because. If, if we bash Taylor Swift for an hour. Because
2: Hader's going to hate, 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 hate.
1: Oh, my next 17 songs are going to write about her about breakups that I've been involved in. All right. <laughs> All right. Let, 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 let's stay focused. That is more or less her song. United States title match Rey Mysterio defending against Austin Theory.
2: Uh, the domino in shenanigans? Yes, no? Maybe?
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Um,
2: I think maybe he's losing it, funny enough.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I have absolutely no clue why I think that, but... I I think maybe Rey Mysterio shenanigans. Yeah, no, Dominic Mysterio shenanigans uh, helping him to win, maybe? To set up a SummerSlam match? Next year? SummerSlam? No. uh,
1: Yeah. No, we just had SummerSlam. WrestleMania,
2: WrestleMania, I meant.
1: Oh, oh, Lord, no. No, no. No. Too early? Too early.
2: Okay, but so,
1: I, I do, sorry, I, I mentioned it. It's okay, but I do think Ray does hold on to the belt. I, I okay. I, I think after this, I don't know what Austin Theory is going to be doing. He'll probably be in catering. Okay. I guess. You um, will next, what? Be in catering. Oh, catering! That's yeah. what you said. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. uh, yes. Next match: LA Knight versus the Miz.
2: Uh, LA Knight, baby.
1: You know this has been so entertaining the last Mm -hmm. few, especially the Miz promo on Raw Monday Night was really really good. But yeah, I I I see La Knight winning this match. It's so weird, like it's like I kind of want the Miz to win, but I think La Knight will win it. Mm. So our next match is a Steel City street fight for the tag team titles. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defend against Finn Balor and Damian Priest of Judgment Day.
2: Yeah, uh, the champions are keeping it.
1: Yeah, I I think they will hold on to the belts, but it's not going to be the last time we hear about Judgment Day. No. Then we have Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a steel cage.
2: Oh, no. Do you know what? I All of a sudden, I, I got to thinking, maybe they will try to copy AEW and <laughs> give them the tag team titles because of the main event. <laughs> Could be.
1: Possible.
0: Oh, okay. Anyway. Sorry.
1: So, yeah, Becky and Trish in the cage.
2: Uh, is I don't care a good answer? I could go with
1: that. Yeah.
2: I don't care who wins. Uh, it's not for ending is it? No. Yeah. Couldn't care.
1: I'm going to go Becky. I, I think this is the final match of the feud. Becky has to. Okay. Win. Okay. Uh, then we have Rhea Ripley defending the women's world title against Raquel Rodriguez.
2: Uh, yeah, this is going to be one boring paper, isn't it? Uh, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the champion is definitely winning.
1: Yeah, Rhea's keeping the belt. I, I like Raquel. Well, well, why? Why would they give it to Raquel? There's no reason to right now. Absolutely no reason. Yeah. And the main event of this show for the World Heavyweight Title, Seth Rollins defends against Shinsuke Nakamura.
2: Okay. I'm interested what you think, Kim All
1: right. Do you want yes, me to go first? I don't. Yeah. Okay. First off, I really like how they've been building up Shinsuke the last few weeks. I, I really agree. Do. Yeah. This is going to be a really good match. Also agree. It's going to be a hard, physical battle. Yeah. Seth barely survives. He retains.
0: Mm. How how barely? Like, he almost loses
1: this match barely.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. However... After the match,
2: yeah, that's what Damien, I'm thinking as well.
1: Damien is yeah. gonna cash in the contract.
2: Yeah, that's he's, what I was thinking. He's gonna about.
1: win the world title tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean they they kind of have to, uh, because there's nothing else interesting on this. Video. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's it's sad, but it's true.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah. Grew. Yeah, I think tonight's the night they pulled the trigger with Damien. Yeah. So, again, we'd think, okay, that's the end of the show. Yeah, we've got that's one, what I, We've got one more. We've yeah. got one more to discuss, and that is All Out, a.k.a. the forgotten AEW pay-per-view. <laughs>
2: Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm sure AEW regrets having two pay-per-views in a row.
1: Now, I will say, before we get to the picks, it was reported that the original main event for this show, which probably would have been announced tonight on Collision, was going to be Phil defending the real-world championship against Ricky Starks. However, because Phil is suspended indefinitely, and uh, I forgot to mention this, apparently his relationship with Tony Khan is beyond repair at this point. Now yeah, that's what I heard. There is a potential new main event. It hasn't been announced. Um, we probably won't know until after Collision tonight, so we're just going to do the matches that we have right now. Mm-hmm. Ricky Starks versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in a strap match.
2: That is such a fun match.
1: And you know what?
2: I, I'm really – probably one of the matches I'm looking forward to the most.
1: And you know what? If that match mm. happens, it's going to work. Yeah. Because Ricky Starks is having this breakout year. Yeah. And it's Ricky the freaking Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, I I can't think honestly. Pardon me. I can't think of five bad Ricky Steamboat matches because it's impossible. I don't think there's such a thing as a bad Ricky Steamboat match. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, but it's very clear for me who wins there. It's not Ricky or Steamboat, sadly. No.
1: Although, although if you want to make the safe bet, a person named Ricky will win that match. So. Mm-hmm. All right, but but again, it hasn't been. Who a do you think will win? If it's official, you know what I'm gonna say. Steamboat. Okay. Cool. If if it's official okay so but we will go with the nine matches that have been announced so, okay. there, so really Fro, and this is i very i think this is unprecedented there's no main event announced we don't know what the main event is going to be yeah which, which actually know. is kind of fun
2: i mean yeah they have a uh, they have pooped on their gas on you like to say
1: they have two in my mind that could possibly be the main event and and, and i'll point them out when we get to them
2: i mean it's that's the problem with like overbooking yourself it's like yeah this pay-per-view shouldn't have existed uh they know that we know that everybody really knows that but uh yeah the money is too good
1: Oh, yeah, by the way, we forgot to mention, they're doing another pay-per-view October the 1st.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Wrestle so, Dream. Right. Oh,
2: it's so incredibly stupid. I don't have words.
1: I actually kind of get the idea of it. but Do you anyway, yeah? yeah, to honor Antonio Inoki on the, on mm. the one-year anniversary of his death, I, I kind of get oh, it. Sure. Yeah, I okay. know. Sure, Bill, whatever you say. All right, let's run
2: through this card. I literally couldn't care less.
1: Let's get through this card, because Fro's got some stuff to do here. All right, Uh, TNT Championship. Luchasaurus defends against Darby Allin.
2: This is a hard match to predict, actually. I feel, at least. What about you?
1: I'm gonna go with Luchasaurus on this one. I think
2: Okay, I think... I'm going different than just okay. for the fun of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think because of Christian Cage, he'll be involved in the yeah. match. So. Yeah, but
0: no, that's when... I
1: I could see Darby winning it back. I could. Yeah. All right. Uh then we have Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs.
2: God, I hope Miro wins this so I can see him more. Uh, yeah, I'm going for Meryl.
1: I'm going to go opposite on this one. I think Hobbs is going to win this one.
2: Okay. Yeah, talk about two underutilized wrestlers.
1: God, I, I hope Hobbs gets a big push the rest of the way here in 23. Is uh, I, cool? he's I've really always good. been a fan of Hobbs.
2: Always. Yeah. Yeah, and Miro isn't that bad himself.
1: No, he's never been bad. <laughs> it's just he's yeah. been given crappy situations. This is not yeah. one of them, but he has. Yeah. All right. Uh, next match for the TBS title: Chris Statlander defending against Ruby Soho.
2: Yeah, Chris is winning all the way here. If if they give it to Soho, they are great, great.
1: If they do give it to Ruby, it's gonna be because Soraya has the title, and then you can do a storyline where Tony's the odd one out, but yeah, I, no, I, no. I see I see Chris retaining the title. Yeah. Alright, then we have this is the first of the two matches that I think could be the main event. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley for the international title.
2: This will be the main event. Uh and I think uh, his reign is over. I see Moxley winning here. Uh, it uh, has uh, come to that point where it's needed.
1: This is a tough one to pick, I think.
2: I don't think it's tough at all. I think it's super easy, barely inconvenient.
1: I, I mean. Cassidy said last week in that press conference, Moxley's the only one he has not pinned. Yeah. I, I think he's going to pin Moxley. I think Orange is going to retain the title. Look at that. Four matches and we've disagreed on three. Isn't that lovely, folks? I said Moxley. Yeah, I said Cassidy. No, it can't. I said... No, I know, but because... I'm sick. No, you can't say that. Well, too you bad. can't say I am. can't say. You can't.
2: It's not going to happen, Bill. You're going to to lose this.
0: That's fine. I've
2: <laughs> lost plenty
1: of times. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think Beck wrote the song Loser? It's about me, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me?
1: Oh, gosh. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, th- this next match is my other choice of if they don't have anything planned, this could be the main event. Kenny Omega versus
0: Konosuke Takeshita. Yeah. um,
2: Hmm. Oh, this is hard. Uh, Are they going to push him?
0: No. No,
2: I, I think I'm staying I'm staying with a uh, not Ring of Honor guy. So
1: you're gonna go Omega.
2: Yeah. This is
1: I agree. This
2: I'm is really a, looking forward to this though.
1: This is a tough one to pick.
2: Yeah. That is actually
1: this is one I've kind of been thinking about back and forth. Like yeah. if he wins what happens here? But if he wins what happens here. I'm gonna say Takeshto wins. Okay. to keep this going a little bit longer. Because uh-huh. it does have to end at some point.
2: So we disagree with all the Cool.
1: Well, yeah, we should just disagree on all of them at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: All right. Let's next see am- if we agree at all.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've only agreed on one match. So.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. So next match is an eight-man tag match. Bullet mm-hmm. Club Gold against FTR and the Young Bucks.
2: Yeah, I'm going with gold, funny enough.
1: Fro, I actually agree with you on this. What? I'm taking full of Club Gold. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. I know.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right.
2: Uh, we are so funny.
1: Yep, we, we're a good comedy duo. All mm-hmm. right, next match. For the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles, Adam Cole and MJF first defense of the titles, by the way, against yeah. Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order.
2: Yeah. So I was thinking, are they really going to drop it already to someone in Ring of Honor? Because I mean, they aren't really Ring of Honor right people. Um, no, i I'm, think I there's definitely a possibility that it will happen but I don't think so
1: I think if they were facing Aussie Open again I think yeah. they would drop the belts and it's no disrespect to Alex Reynolds or John Silver it really isn't but yeah, they're not going to drop the belts here. I, I'm going with Cole and MJF. I don't, I don't see it.
2: I don't really see it. I, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I mean,
0: I, I can see Cole turning here. Uh,
2: I can see that. Right. Uh, but uh, I don't think they lose it anyway. Right. I think they can turn him and keep it, funny enough.
1: It's possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we have Samoa Joe defending the Ring of Honor World Television title against Shane Taylor.
2: God, I love Shane Taylor.
1: He's really um, gotten better in the last few years.
2: Yes. Um, yeah, but I'm going with Joe. ooh.
1: Yeah, it's it's Joe. I mean... Getting to know Joe! Getting to know Look, Shane Taylor has gotten better the last few years. He really has. He's underrated. But Samoa Joe's going to win and keep the title. Yeah. No. All right. And the final match that we have listed here is a very interesting tag match. This one could... This could be a sleeper pick for Showstealer. Eddie Kingston and Katsuyuri Shibata against Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Who do you think?
1: I'm going to go Claudio and Wheeler on this one. Okay. I'm going to go opposite just because of it's fun. Okay, yeah, it is. So... Out of nine matches, mm-hmm. we only agreed on three, mm-hmm. which I think is a is a new record.
2: <laughs> I think that should be a record, yeah. It
1: should. It should. So, yep, again, they probably will add a couple more matches to the show. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. All right, why don't we get to the plugs? Uh Fro, what did you and Luke discuss this week on Another Digital Citizen? Go and look at the title, Bill. <laughs> you know, I should learn this by now. I really should. Yeah, yeah. So I'll pull it up and read it for you. Yeah, thank um, you. The title of this week's episode on another digital citizen is A Penguin, a White Bird, and Aaron Carter Walk into a Bar. Mm-hmm. Plus, they review episode two of The Love Experiment and another mm-hmm. digital review of White Bird.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That is on another digital citizen this week.
2: It's a bird about somebody that's white. Mm. It's about the white bird. No, uh, the, the trailer looked more interesting than the title. Uh, not for sure.
1: That's a bit frustrating, I guess. Uh,
2: mm. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no,
1: it's uh, it was a good show. Very good. All right. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email. that no. show 11 at gmail.com. <laughs> Never do. No. You can follow... You can follow the show. No, No, don't do it (laughs) on Twitter (laughs) or X or whatever apostrophe. What it's called this year? Yeah, uh, uh, this week it's apostrophe. That's its new name. Mm. Um, Mm. At House of Bill, or no, not that's my personal one. You can you can follow me on there if you want. But for the Mm -hmm. podcast uh, Wrestling Show Eleven, follow us on Instagram. That Wrestling Show. And join our Facebook group where we have over five hundred members on our Facebook group. So check it out. Five hundred, you Yeah. Think? yeah over mm, five hundred. Mm. Uh that wrestling show fan group. Okay.
2: At uh, least it's not
1: over nine thousand. Yeah, I know. Like you see, said. that's a reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh to podcast you guys should check out our friends and other podcasts, starting with our vantage point. Joe and Quinn, uh, this, uh, Joe Morata and Michael Quinn this week, uh, they, they got a busy week ahead of them. Uh, they came out yesterday with another Canon episode of championship wrestling from 86 this weekend, they're coming out on their Patreon page with the review of in your house mind games, which features that fantastic Shawn Michaels, mankind match. Can't wait to hear their thoughts on that one. Uh, that is mm-hmm. on their Patreon page. They're the only podcast that will plug their Patreon. The only one.
0: They're that's
1: good. And they're they've been so kind to us. They've plugged our show in the past. You know. Yeah. So. Do you know out. who hasn't been that good and, and plugged your show
2: on their podcast? Who? Another digital citizen. You should call them out for not doing that because uh, one of. Uh, the people that's on that podcast, he always forgets. But he did it this week.
1: Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Very good. You should um, fire him. I should. <laughs> yeah. um, on Juice Pro Wrestling uh, this week, uh, it, it's a special tribute episode to Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. So check that out. Mm. Juice Pro Wrestling. Uh, check out the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast with Luke Jennings. He's kind of Pretty big one here this week because not only does he do another episode of the Monday Night Project, but he does a special episode of Sunday Afternoon Project where he watches WrestleMania Three. One of the shows that we talked about earlier, as far yeah. as importance goes. So, so check him oh, out. It's, it's up there. Uh, oh God, yeah. It uh, so check it out on the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast. Also check out GFA Live with uh, Pete and uh, Keithy. They're continuing through 1989 WWF.
2: I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, Since we have uh, we have a little more time than I have a
1: little more time. Uh, Yeah. Um,
2: What's your favorite uh, WrestleMania after like old WrestleManias? And I mean like before. Let's say the first tens. Ten WrestleManias. The two, is it I, a little like picking your child or something.
1: The two that I instantly go to are three yeah. and six. Okay. Those are like the two I go to right away.
2: And so which so. WrestleMania? And I'm talking of all all time. Uh, mm. Have you watched the most times?
1: I would say six. Six is really good. It is. That's
2: that's the show. Which yeah, which one is the one with uh, where Daniel Bryan uh, wrestles twice? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, that's that's probably the one. Another
1: good
2: one. uh, That's probably the one I've seen the most times.
1: Yeah,
2: I know I've seen it at least five times. Yeah, probably seen it
1: more. Um, that's a very good. That is a good question. Good one. Yeah, three and six, I'd I'd say, are the ones from the first 10 I've watched the most of, with six being the one i probably, yeah. Okay, Um, non-wrestling-related podcast, check out Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Uh, This week, it's a bonus episode, as Mm -hmm. they review the Weird Al concert from Springfield, Illinois, that took place earlier this year in February. So check it out on Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Also check out Acid Washed Memories, where this week the topic is Snick.
2: What the fuck is Snick?
1: Oh, you probably don't remember Snick. It was uh, Nickelodeon's Saturday no. Night lineup. Um, they had it at oh. 10 p.m. Okay, it was good times. So you should check it out. Maybe you'll learn more about Snick. Oh, Snick.
2: Yeah, the first thing that came to my mind was sneakers. What you say? No, right.
1: well, that makes sense. No, well, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Um, like, why are they talking about sneakers on that show? Yeah.
1: Also, check out uh, SMB, a South Park review. This week, they review the episode Pinewood Derby. That is, yeah.
2: And by the way, I promise we will uh, record a bonus podcast. It's just a uh, uh, little things have gotten in the way oh yeah we will yeah, record definitely it
1: soon. yep we're gonna get to it um speaking of that podcast this week on mm-hmm. shark's pond a south park podcast i review the episode franchise prequel that's okay that's the episode this week that i am let, let me make sure i i think that's the episode i'm reviewing no i don't want google images i want no, I click <laughs> I'm trying to get to the right place in the place. Uh yeah, franchise uh, prequel. You, that is you sound
2: like me when I when I when I'm looking for the run sheet for the podcast, I'm like, is it here? No, it's not there.
1: Where is it? Yeah, Where has fran- Luke put it? <laughs> so yeah, franchise prequel is uh, the episode this week I'm reviewing. Uh, also check out The J.C. and Bill Sportscast, where myself, J.C., and our guest, DK, we preview the upcoming NFL season. We make predictions all the way to the Super Bowl. Who will win it? You'll have to check that out if you want to know. It's on the J.C. I want to know. I'll check out the J.C. and Bill Sportscast to find out. Um, Also, uh, DK and I, we started a new podcast called... (laughs) the downtown dollar bill sports gambling podcast and Mm. what we're doing is we're going to give you guys five games and we're going to pick you know the odds um that is under the history and legacy of sports feed so if you just go to that you'll subscribe and you're right there
2: oh bill bill will you let me be a guest on that podcast Pretty, pretty please.
1: I wish I could, but you'd have to get up early in the morning for you.
2: Okay, I, I will do that. Yeah, just <laughs> for that podcast.
1: I want to come on that episode. I want to
2: give one episode where we talk about uh, real football, and you guys have to uh, <laughs> give give me like your uh, picks for the game.
1: <laughs> that would
2: be so fun.
1: That would that would actually be pretty fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, why I, like I also,
1: also uh, the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast. This week we take a look at the career of Kane from 1997
2: to 2003.
1: Is he a mayor? Yeah, he's a mayor. <laughs> yeah, I mayor Kane. Yeah, I think he's on like his second or third term as mayor. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, last week was the season finale of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Mm. However, however, today, Saturday, Mm -hmm. myself and Jim, we are going to make an announcement about season five of Bill
2: Learns Kingdom Hearts. Can I I just uh, tell you about, uh, I will talk two seconds about this. Uh, I promise. But uh, I'm playing Starfield right now. Have you heard about
1: that? No. What is Star?
2: It's game? the new, it's the new Bethesda game that is so incredibly hot right now. It's uh, only on Xbox and uh, and uh, PC because of Game Pass, uh, okay. and I'm playing uh, early access because someone bought uh, the deluxe uh, edition. Uh, that's someone being me. I usually don't do that. I definitely don't pre order things.
1: Right. It is so fun. I love it. Yeah. Very good. I'm glad you're having fun with that. Yeah. So, yeah, check out all the podcasts that have been referenced in the last several minutes. Mm -hmm. All right. So, next week, Fro, we've got two pay per views to review. Well,
2: thank God we don't have more.
1: (laughs) So, next week. We're going to review Payback. We're going to review All Out. Um, if there's any wrestling news, which I'm not really sure, there could be. You never know. We'll talk about that as well. I'm
2: time. going to bet that someone cannot shut up on Twitter. <laughs> hey,
1: not me. Um, no, I'm
2: just saying you know, some guy named Phil really likes to talk about how Incredibly bad. Everybody should feel for him.
1: So on that note, everybody have a good, safe weekend. If you're here in North America, Mm -hmm. have a good, safe Labor Day weekend. And Mm -hmm. come back next week for another episode of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And as always...
2: Fuck your same (laughs) punk.
1: Wrestle on